You're listening to Once, episode 59, The Doctor Initial Reactions. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Once, the podcast about ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. And I'm Jenny. We just finished watching this episode, The Doctor, which was very funny, not too scary, and very answer-solving. Funny and not too scary. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a Halloween episode. Characters... Getting their arms ripped off and people of unknown monster quotient running around town holding children by the throat. Uh. I don't, I thought it was a little scary. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But it's not as scary as I thought it was going to be because I had heard this was going to be the Halloween episode and that it would reveal who Dr. Whale was. Yes. I'm so glad that they didn't play up the Halloween thing because I mean, come on, it needs to be watchable at any time of the year. It (laughs) really does. Yeah. Well, and very ironic that this is Dr. Frankenstein when we've got this hurricane threatening the United States called Frankenstorm. <laughs> so, Who's calling it that? Oh, everybody. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know these don't things. Don't know? No. So these are just our initial thoughts about this episode of Once Upon a Time. So we're going to be a little bit disjointed in our thinking here. But that's where you come in. You can share your feedback with us by emailing feedback at oncepodcast.com or call 903-231-2221. Or you can go to oncepodcast.com and click on the Send a Voice Message tab to record a message and send that to us right from your computer. And we'll have our full discussion on Wednesday, Halloween, October 31st, at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time over at oncepodcast.com slash live. So you can join us in the chat room when we do that. And that will be our full discussion, full organized thoughts when we get all of our magic and science and technology all working together and record that for you. (laughs) (laughs) So, Frankenstein... He wasn't the gingerbread yes. man. No, he wasn't. <laughs> How about that? And he wasn't actually called Frankenstein, but he was called Victor, which is Frankenstein's first name. Right. And at the end, he was called Frankenstein. They said it? Yeah. Oh, I his assistant said Dr. Frankenstein. It's oh. Frankenstein. Well, okay. Am I wrong? Or were they trying to hint that he is maybe also the Wizard of Oz? I thought that too, because there were several hints. They kept calling him a wizard. (laughs) Like, how did how did Jefferson say it? He really emphasized the word off. We're off to see the wizard. I thought he he didn't say the whole phrase, but he said it in a way that it could easily be related. And I was like, ha. Yeah, it sounded like a partial quote from the Wizard of Oz. And they were walking down a long hallway when he said it. Mm -hmm. And when he introduced him, he said, the wonderful wizard. Did he? And the guy, nice. and then we all turned around and said, I prefer doctor. Um, yeah. And did you see the picture he was drawing? I didn't get a close it enough like look. It like a ball. Yeah, with fuzz all over it. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if that's something related to Wizard of Oz, but we need to go back and see that when we do our rewatch for the full episode. Yeah. So it's something to consider that I could see them doing both Wizard of Oz and and 
Dr. Frankenstein together mm-hmm. because very similar that throughout this episode, they said uh, that there's something more powerful than magic. And I kept thinking it's going to be science. It's going to be science. I know you it's going to be science. I yeah. kind of wondered if that was what they were getting at. I was hoping because otherwise it was like, gosh, what is he <laughs> tapping into some realm of the spirit world? That's <laughs> I don't know. I didn't, I was hoping they kind of weren't going there. I was guessing electricity, <laughs> <laughs> but it makes so much sense because that has been nagging at the back of my mind how it's like, oh, happy endings and everything's better in fairy tale land and they have magic, but they don't have you know like electric lights and they don't have computers and they don't have guns and so there it's like yes more i don't know it not advanced but they feel they would probably feel like our world is backwards because they don't have magic right and they don't have all these things that fairy tale land has but there are certain things that we consider a vital part of life that are kind of missing from fairy tale land and it's all the science influenced things and in many ways science and magic are very similar because i like how if you've seen the recent disney remake of the sorcerer's apprentice they talk about the differences between science and magic in there and how really to many people what we call science other people will call magic right because like electricity to us it's well it's it's science it's just there other people would be like wow you just put that person's face through the air to that little box over there. That's magic. It's black magic. So Black magic. Yeah. So, yeah, there's this distinction between science and magic. Um, I mean, in our world, there isn't so much a distinction when you look at it in hindsight. But in this world, they are saying that apparently Dr. Whale comes from a world of science, a world completely different from ours. Because even in Storybrooke, he told Regina that he wants to go back to his world. Right. And... The fact that Jefferson was able to bring him and return him, uh, bring him to Storybrooke, I mean, to Fairytale Land, Enchanted Forest, and return him to to his world. And Jefferson, by the way, we got confirmation, several of us called it, several of our listeners called it too, that the hat can only transport people between magical worlds. Hmm. Right. Now, so where was Jefferson taking Frankenstein? Back to his world. But so his world has magic and science? Apparently. Interesting. Or science is the magic of that world. The magic of it was that it's black and white. Well, right? (laughs) No color. Except for the item that came from somewhere else. I enjoyed that so much. There was so much to laugh about with this episode. Yeah, and they had like the little like. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I really would like to hear the explanation for the no color. I mean, I guess the rules of physics are different there, and there's just no. No, it's color. Frankenstein is a black and white picture. Well, yeah, but that's not how they're going to explain okay. his world. That black just, and white. <laughs> that 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 was delightful. I so liked it. <laughs> here, big big props to everyone who figured this out that he is Frankenstein because they found all of these clues. Like one of the most popular frankenstein movies Mm -hmm. was directed by james whale and that's where people were making this connection of dr whale and there's there are connections with carnations which um dr whale mentioned in this parody video that abc released called single brook where it was all of the characters talking about what kind of person they would like to date and dr whale described a carnation that he would like to leave a single carnation on the people and the words he used certain things like i think revive or or something like that certain words and many people picked out these details 
far more details than I have time to research, but they huge props to these people who have found that out. And uh, so many people had guessed it. And I did find out from David Anders, he responded to a tweet of ours from uh, once podcast on Twitter. He said that, yes, from day one, he knew who he was. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, this whole (laughs) black and white world thing could be a tie-in with The Wizard of Oz, too. Because in the movie, it starts out black and white (gasps) and then goes to color. You're so right. They could actually build that in Hmm. and have Dorothy possibly not even be from our world, but be from his because well, there may be things similar. Oz is in color because it's the Emerald City. Well, right, but he's not from Oz. That's the right. The Wizard but of Oz is not from Oz. You're right. right. You're right. He's a traveler. He travels by balloon. Yeah. balloon. They could have also done the black and white <laughs> just for that old-fashioned um, horror movie feel. Uh, well, like the re- original Frankenstein movie. Yeah, yeah but I, I think that would just be a gimmick. I think they're actually going to explain that. Maybe. Although, if it was actually a difference of color they perception the heart or in something. Color. Yeah, true. Um, it could be something that maybe, uh, well, I mean, if his world is truly black and white, I would have expected him to say something about the color in our world. Well, no. Then again, no. Not if he's traveled and been be, places. Yeah. And, and the producers would not want to give it away so quickly yeah, with an odd comment yet. like that. Mm-hmm. So if we see him again in Fairytale Land or maybe in Storybrooke now, He's going to say something about how colorful it is around mm-hmm. us. Right. Speaking of color around us, maybe that was one reason he was attracted to Ruby is the only color he's seen in his world is red. <laughs> A totally random connection. There. I don't get why, why he's like hitting on so many girls. I mean, even after he woke up. He was like, can the nuns date now? Or I mean, I don't think that was like true to his character. I don't know a whole lot about Frankenstein. Plus he had an accent and he doesn't anymore. Did he just lose that being Dr. Whale? It's a different accent. He still has an accent as Dr. Whale, but it's, yeah, it's not as strong as it was as uh, Dr. Frankenstein. Well, the original Dr. Frankenstein movie uh, story Victor of Victor Frankenstein. He creates this monster, and they use the brain of a murderer. Ah! And, st- and here in Once Upon a Time, they used the heart of we could probably assume a murderer, and they put that in Daniel. No, Daniel's gone, which I didn't expect so quickly. Do that you think sad. that means? I know that was really sad. But do you think that means that the heart is unimportant, and they were just saying? Uh, he's acting crazy because we don't know whose heart it was. Or will or do you think we'll actually find out whose heart it was somehow? Mm. Now that it's gone, I I feel like we won't. Like it's maybe not important. Well, the heart they used in Daniel, I don't think is very important. Okay, the heart that Frankenstein took from Regina, which I could see coming. I figured now this is just a ploy for him to be able to steal a heart from Regina. Mm-hmm. Um, the heart he took from Regina. I think is going to prove to be important. And okay. we never saw the face of his brother. No, we didn't. No, that no. is intentional. Mm-hmm. Definitely yes. intentional. So that is going to be a new character. I think that we might see or someone maybe, well, Regina has said that she only brought the living 
Which, again, a, a hint that Regina chose whom to bring, which actually we've heard before. You think so? Yeah, because Rumpelstiltskin said to Regina about Maleficent, he said, I knew you couldn't resist bringing her over. Oh, yeah. Regina yeah, chose. I didn't say that. I forgot about that until tonight's episode, and then I realized, oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. She did. There was that. So Regina chose who would be brought over. That actually kind of makes me feel better because I was suddenly feeling like it was a little, wait, this curse feels like it's changing on us, mm-hmm. which I, I know they've got the show pretty well planned out, so I don't know where that would come from. But Yeah, well, so Regina pulled Jefferson from Wonderland and pulled Frankenstein from his world with maybe the hopes that Frankenstein could try again to revive Daniel. Hmm. I just maybe, except she never wanted them to remember who they are, so <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know about that. Well, then again, why bring them in the first maybe place? Maybe she brought him because... She didn't want him to be destroyed because she was under the impression that he tried to help her. Because she didn't know the whole mm-hmm. deal between them and Rumpelstiltskin. It seems yeah. so strange, yeah, though. She must not have chosen every single person that got brought over, though. Well, it kind of sounds like she did. Because, Well, but it sounds like most people from most lands were brought over. She can't have known them all. Well, perhaps we'll find out that somehow all these people <laughs> are connected to her in some way. But not as many came over as we thought at first. Mm. Well, so far, these people that have come from different worlds were connected to her. Jefferson mm-hmm. and Dr. Whale. <gasps> Speaking of Jefferson, Jefferson was different in this episode. He was Younger. all like cocky and stuff. Yeah. And, and like... He was less scarred by life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he had his head on him this time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean... <laughs> the scarf was not out of necessity at that point. <laughs> we're used to him, you know, being like, Hey, Regina, can you can you please do this for me? And now he's all like, ahem, like behind her and startling her and stuff. <laughs> yeah, a definitely much younger Jefferson. And that was cool to see. I didn't expect to see... Jefferson in this episode. We actually saw how they met. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting, huh? Doesn't mean... I mean, he still could be Regina's brother. Have I ever said that I think that? Um, I think you did mention that once, but I, I don't think that's very likely. At may not this be likely, point, but... I, if they were related, then I think they didn't know it. Oh, no, I don't think they knew. Yeah. Because that was clearly the first time they'd met. But at this point, I'm thinking they're not related at all. And Regina's whole thing about family in the episode hat trick from season one was because Cora is the queen of hearts and Regina pushed her there through the mirror. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I think that whole family thing comes up. Mm-hmm. Rubble Stilskin is so evil. <laughs> yeah. Ripping the heart out of a unicorn. Come on. <laughs> Don't well, get any of it. Never mind. <laughs> well, it's like just when you start to feel some kind of sympathy, you see, and it's not that they are not on a path to redemption now, but you see some what they were like. Like, no, it's not that they're not as bad as we think. It's that they're changing. They were horrible. I mean, Regina just murders this girl, and Rumple's just like, very good. Uh, and it, it's really horrible if you really stop and think about it. He's manipulating her. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole time, he's manipulating her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was interesting that there were a couple things going on behind the scenes there. There was uh, the deal so Whale could get a heart and the deal to convince Regina to really put her heart into learning the magic of <laughs> yeah. being an apprentice of Rumpel. Uh-huh. I wonder who that girl was who was lifting the stone with magic and stuff. 
Doesn't matter now, dearie. She's <laughs> dead. <laughs> wow. She's been plucked from her head. <laughs> Wait, that doesn't like really that. make any sense. <laughs> Never her mind. heart's been plucked from her body. <laughs> from her heart's been plucked and she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he actually said the words, dead is dead. Yes. Yep. The actual words used in Lost to get us over the idea that people were going to just keep coming back left and right. Which yeah. is very odd to use in an episode where they do actually bring someone back from the dead. What's from science? I would argue science. that because of the preservation spell, there was enough left. That was so gross when he, He's, when he cut his hand. <laughs> I know. He said it was like he had just taken his last breath. So... You know, there's, and I, in other shows, sci-fi shows, they have played with this a little bit, at least one I can think of, where it's like, maybe people aren't as dead as we might have thought, and so they could be brought back from what we consider dead. He's mostly dead. Yes. (laughs) By an advance in science. So, he's using science, so Daniel's not dead, dead, and I don't know what they're thinking with the whole... The heart carrying sort of partial essence of the person it belonged to. But that's where you get into the magic side. But the magic didn't bring him back. And I'm not sure he was maybe dead. Can people? Dead. Or maybe science, they think, can bring people back from the dead. I don't know. A problem I have with this whole thing now is now that they've opened this door, everybody out there is going to say, this means they can bring Graham back. And some people are going to say, oh, no, this means they can bring Graham back. And do you want Graham back like that? Seriously? <laughs> and by the way, no preservation spell. He's going to look a little more like a zombie mm-hmm. than yeah. Daniel did. Yeah, I think that might be their one point that they can say, well, he wasn't preserved like Daniel. So right. that's why this can't work on him. Well, and it, yeah, I mean, that was not a true bringing back. There was like... Mm. It was enough for him to say a few last words if he could keep from strangling her long enough. It yeah. wasn't really <laughs> worth the and effort. And it hurt him. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, how did how, how did I love you bring the real Daniel back? That was odd. Yeah. It's like he's in there. I think it was, yeah, like an, an awakening sort of thing. Not really like breaking any curse or anything. It was just like it, it was- awoke him it was daniel's memories too that's why he went to the stable and why he freaked out when henry put his hand out yeah Mm -hmm. do you know what it reminded me of it reminded me of the disney version of Belle, beauty and the beast when when she broke the curse by saying i love you i thought of that too yeah so there's a lot to dig (laughs) into this episode and that's why we would love your feedback because you guys are such great watchers of once upon a time and you catch a lot of things and have a lot of great theories but i also want to take just a quick moment to thank a few people who have sponsored this episode of once podcast sandra david newland and bonita still have sponsored this episode of once podcast and we are so thankful for your support thank you and without your support this podcast would be a lot harder to run and very expensive to run. And you're going to hear these names for a while because they have supported several episodes of One's Podcast. If you'd also like to support an episode like Sandra, David, and Benita did, then you can go to onespodcast.com slash sponsor and sponsor an episode or several episodes today. So thank you, Sandra, David, and Benita. We really appreciate it. Thanks. A couple other things here, just random little thoughts we heard in the the present day fairy tale land that cora or mulan rather had said their island was 
hidden and protected. Interesting. Magic. Maybe Korra was the one hiding it and protecting it. Huh. Now, she's certainly the one that went back and killed everybody. Maybe she was giving them a false sense of security because she's the most dangerous thing besides the ogres. That's what I'm thinking. And yeah. hey, why were there bloody spots where she ripped out their hearts this time? That just to make... show you that they were dead. Maybe she didn't rip them out, but she just reached in, crushed, and oh, got a little messy. That's awful. <laughs> Maybe she just wasn't as gentle and careful. Maybe that's why they had the whole train. I'm glad this was basically the technical manual of how to rip out a heart magically. <laughs> it was like everything. It was like the FAQ of the heart ripping in Once Upon a Time. <laughs> like here's how you do it. Here's how it works. You can do it without causing harm or you can cause harm you just got to do it right are and you gonna it can go be practice done to unicorns and prize steeds no i'm not gonna go practice <laughs> i haven't used magic in two days and i'm not gonna start now mm. well they did <laughs> they did finally call the portal or the stuff that cora had collected ashes so we know now that it was ashes but they're still enchanted Ashes. Ashes. They're all going to fall down <laughs> a portal into our world. And they need a compass, a magic, an enchanted compass in order to find Storybrooke through the portal that the ashes will open. I thought of this could be a slight nod to remember um, the Pirates of the Caribbean movie that he had that compass that would point to what he really wants. You know, that's exactly what I thought of, too. I was I, like, they have to go find the Black Pearl. I know what's at the top of the beanstalk. A giant? Minecraft. <laughs> what? <laughs> Probably not very many people listening know what Minecraft is, but <laughs> it's all the quests and building. Well, not they're probably not going to build the compass, but it made me think of Minecraft. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so the, um, the producers have said that it would be cool to have some Pirates of the Caribbean tie-ins. Not necessarily Jack Sparrow, but they might hint at Jack Sparrow or hint at certain things from Pirates of the Caribbean. Like Guyliner on a pirate, <laughs> yeah. for example. This yeah. could be, this <laughs> compass could be one of those things as well. Do you know Dr. Mm -hmm. Frankenstein had some eye makeup on as well? <laughs> yeah. It made him look different as, as well as his middle parted hair. It's usually like slicked back in Storybrooke. Mm. We've seen an enchanted compass different. before. Have we? <gasps> yes, True North. True yeah. North. That's right. Ooh. Well, it always timeline wise, could it be the same one? No. Yes, it could be. It could be. No, wait, no. I'm sorry. No. Except Regina because... would have been way more interested. No, wait. What no. am I talking about? Here's the timeline. I'm getting Many all others. confused. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Many others are probably thinking this too. I because... forgot what characters were actually going after the compass and when. Right. It's present day fairy tale land that they're going after the compass. And Ava and Nicholas had the compass yeah. in Storybrooke. It's in Storybrooke. And these are present day people going after it. Oh, for, you're right. For some reason, I was picturing young Regina and everything going after the compass. <laughs> I don't even know how that made sense in my But brain. it could be possible that the giant is the compass maker yeah and he made that compass and he makes other compasses too, no maybe. well it could be but the giant steals things yeah so it doesn't have to be connected but it could be but that beanstalk here's my theory on the beanstalk i said he steals things because that's that's the giant that i know he steals yeah. things you know a giant yes i do well, my theory on the beanstalk is cora found a magic bean and she tried to use it to get to our world and mm -hmm. instead this bean, instead of growing down, grew up. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I, that would make her Jack. But it's 
<laughs> or maybe um, Jack is in this present day fairy tale land. Or maybe she said her name was Jill, and that's how Jack ended up breaking his crown because she's evil. Uh, <laughs> um, but they seemed like somebody in the group at least seemed like they knew the beanstalk would be there. Hook seemed like he knew that. Yes. Yeah, Hook is leading them to Cora, and Emma True. and Snow know that. True. But he doesn't know that but they know. it doesn't know. feel like they had time to go all the way over there, try the bean. Oops, it grew up. Let's do this whole plan. It, Maybe. They've been back with time flowing in present day fairy tale land. They've had time flowing for about a year or so. Because they oh, said time resumed as the curse weakened. So they, they could have been working on this for much yes. longer than even Emma and Mary Margaret have yes. been there. Jeremy, do you think Milan is still a bad person? That was no. my theory, that oh. she could be a bad person. Oh, like, okay. linked to Cora. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. think so. Working and for Cora. Honestly, I liked, I can say I liked Mulan and Aurora tonight. Hmm. <laughs> I liked them. Considering I that Aurora enjoyed... didn't say anything. Well, yeah. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I, I, she's good that way. She's um, so quiet. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I, I just liked this episode in an overall sense. It was just, it was just fun to watch, regardless of whatever else was or wasn't yeah, happening. Yeah, it, it was a very fun break from the norm, but yet still gave us answers we've been wanting mm-hmm. and gave us so many more questions we've been wondering yeah. if they would come up. Mm-hmm. Like, now we know we're going to see a beans, a giant and a beanstalk. Yeah. And uh, now we, we did hear, by the way, Captain Killian Jones called himself Hook, his colorful monocle. Monocle? Moniker? Yes, moniker. Moniker. With his manicure. Oh, dear. So there is so much to get dig into with this episode. More, <laughs> more um, worlds that we've learned about. So now we do definitely have uh, this place where the giant is that the beanstalk grows up into. We have this land that Dr. Whale is from, or Frankenstein, rather, is from, where... We know very little about that. I think it's probably Oz or something related to Oz. We've got Enchanted Forest and uh, Jefferson mentioning that he can only jump between worlds. And now it makes more sense why Blue Fairy had originally said to Rumpelstiltskin, no, a realm jumper won't work. And Rumpelstiltskin still tried. So at this point, Rumpelstiltskin still hasn't thought of the curse. Or found the curse. Yeah. But this is still <laughs> maybe 10 years or so before the curse is implemented. Are because, you sure? Well, because this is shortly after yes. Regina and Leopold's wedding. But Snow is... Or is it before? No, this is after. Because this is after Regina started training with Rumpelstiltskin. That was... This, so this, this is all maybe, took place after Bay. Oh, with, yeah. Every, everything takes place so after he, Bay. <laughs> Immediately after Bay went down the bean hole, he said, I will think of nothing. I will do nothing. So I believe that so he was is... still plotting. I think he's plotting the curse. I don't think he's, I don't think this is before he was plotting the curse. Is that I, what you're saying? I think this is before he realized that the curse was his only solution. Because no, that's yet, what he said. Even though, yes, when he was talking to the Blue Fairy, he did say that a, a curse. curse, but he was still looking for other things. Like so you he, think he's writing it now? He got Bay's, or he tried to get Smee's help to find the magic bean. He's looking for all kinds of ways that he can. Oh. So he was trying to get Smee to get the magic bean for him. This episode, we saw him trying to talk to Jefferson as a way of getting to um, 
our land and Jefferson know that the hat can only take us to worlds with magic. What did he want from Jefferson besides the ball? What he wanted a way to get to the land what without was the magic. Item? It, he um, did mention it. He didn't. But I missed I it somehow. Don't remember. It might have been beans. I don't yeah, remember. I think he w- was talking about a magic bean. So uh, we'll we'll know more of this as we get into this episode more yeah. and for our complete episode that we'll do on Wednesday at 8.30 Eastern time over at oncepodcast.com slash live. We would love for you to be a part of that. Send us your feedback on this episode of Once Upon a Time. Let us know what you thought about the doctor. And if you want to write in and say, yes, I was right. I predicted it. Here's my forum post where I predicted he was Frankenstein. Go ahead and send that. That's okay. You can send your feedback to feedback at oncepodcast.com or call 903-231-2221. Or you can also go to oncepodcast.com and click on the send a voice message tab and record a message right from your computer. And check out the forums over at oncepodcast.com slash forums. And you can post in there. You can theorize a whole bunch about this episode and chat with so many other Once Upon a Time fans over there. There are so many posts, so many awesome people. And you can be among those awesome people discussing this episode and much more about Once Upon a Time. We've got topics and posts for all episodes and spoilers are separated. So you don't have to worry about being spoiled there either. So check it out. And if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, please go to oncepodcast.com and you can subscribe in a variety of ways. And one really big important thing I'm going to ask you to do, our podcasts, several of our podcasts did make it into the podcast awards. Thank you so much for nominating us. We are really honored to be in the finalists for the podcast awards. Several of our podcasts, including once podcast. So starting on November 1st, please go to podcastawards.com every single day starting on November 1st and vote for our podcast. We have under comedy, we've got The Ramen Noodle made it into the finalists. Under entertainment, this podcast, Once Podcast, made it in. And under technology, my podcast about podcasting made it in called The Audacity to Podcast. If you need some more help and a tutorial on how to do that, I'll get a new video posted up on oncepodcast.com slash podcast awards so you can figure out how to do that. Please remember, vote every day for your favorite podcasts at podcastawards.com starting on November 1st. And I think the voting goes through November 15th. But also through November 15th, you can send us your pictures of your Halloween or any kind of Once Upon a Time costume that you've made, whether you uh, celebrate Halloween or or you just made a costume. Send us your pictures. We're going to have a community-voted competition for the best Once Upon a Time costume. So send us your pictures, and we'll post those after November 15th. That's the cutoff date to send your pictures in. We'll share those with everyone else so that they can vote on their best or what they think is the best Once Upon a Time costume. And there might be a prize, too. I can't promise it yet, but I'm trying to work on there being a prize for the winner of the costume contest. And uh, so check out oncepodcast.com. We'll have show notes for this episode at oncepodcast.com slash 59. And just our short little bullet point there and also links to these other things that we mentioned. And also you can pre-order season two. Go to oncepodcast.com slash season two to pre-order the complete second season from Amazon.com and even save some money on it right now. There's a coupon for it from Amazon. So that'll be your best price there. 
to pre-order it now and get it about a year from now or so. So thank you so much for supporting this episode of Once Podcast. And big thanks to Ellie Belly. <laughs> or wait, no, let me try that again. Ellie Bell, 31773, WB1216, Chocolate Love123, and Time Is Not A Line for your recent iTunes ratings and written reviews. If anyone else would like to leave us a written review in iTunes, which we love seeing those, they're really encouraging, please go to onespodcast.com slash iTunes. And lastly, please follow all of us on Twitter. You can follow the show on twitter.com slash oncepodcast. And I'm Daniel J. Lewis. You can follow me at twitter.com slash the ramen noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. You can follow me at twitter.com slash fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. And I'm Jenny. And you can follow me at twitter.com slash Jenny Snook. And until next time, remember, I didn't sign up to kill a unicorn because it's alive. Thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Huge thanks to Sandra, David, and Benita for sponsoring this episode of Once Podcast. If you'd like to sponsor an episode, please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor, and you can be like co-producers of this podcast with us. And thank you for your support.